So guys, I would just like to start this video with a little quick thing. I have not uploaded in five months, guys. I know it's the elephant in the room, but I just had to address it. It's been a minute. Um, just been kind of doing schoolwork and stuff. Uh, really, just the YouTube videos just haven't been feeling like it. So yeah, that's why I decided to just kind of take a little break from it for a minute. I just, you know, a little burnt out at the time. Now I'm back for a little bit, guys. So we are here. We're going to be discussing all the boxing fights that just happened last Saturday. Saturday, April the 30th, man. There was two great cards, DAZN and um, Eddie Hearn and Bob Arum and Top Rank Boxing. They both put on a great show, guys. Um, and then we'll get into this week. Um, on May the 7th, we have Canelo versus Bibble, which we'll get into that a little bit later in the video, guys. Anyways, I want to talk about Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, guys. This was the first female headline event ever to take in down uh, to headline Madison Square Garden. It's a pretty big achievement. Um, but yeah, T Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Um, Amanda Serrano is probably the biggest name in women in women's boxing, and um, Katie Taylor is probably bigger to the UK audience. Um, personally, I was rooting for Katie Taylor to win the fight, uh, just because I don't know Jake Paul was representing Serrano in most valuable promotions. Plus, I just like Eddie Hearn and Katie Taylor's story about having to be a, you know, she had to pretend to be a boy and fight in Ireland. So that's crazy. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to get into the fight and what I saw in the fight and what I thought of the fight. Because many people were saying it was a robbery. I, I didn't see it that way. I had it 8-2 to two for Amanda, or for Katie Taylor, which that may sound very controversial, but it's, it's really not. I don't have her winning by much, but I think she won up until round 5. She won, it was 10-9, 10-9, 10-9, for 4 rounds until round 5 and 6 round five and six easily went to Amanda Serrano but Amanda Serrano did not even drop Katie Taylor in either of those rounds so none of those rounds were 10-8 I, I bet you if she had dropped them the refs would have given the fight to Kate, to uh, Amanda Serrano or it would have been a draw I guarantee you that would have happened um but yeah I had it 10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9-10-9 with the 10th round being the one that was given to uh, Amanda Serrano by the final judge, he actually decided that he thought Amanda Serrano won that. I thought she won eight rounds to two. All those were 10-9 rounds. There was no 10-8 rounds. There was no dominant rounds, except for five and six were pretty dominant, but they weren't 10-8 rounds for Amanda Serrano. They were just 10-8 rounds. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh my gosh, how how are these scores? I mean, she won by six points. It's, it's really not like a big difference in boxing if you go 10-9, 10-9, 10-9, 10-9. I mean, because you could win those rounds by very small margins, which I think Katie Taylor did. And I think that there was a debate for it, but I personally believe Katie Taylor won all those. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a big night for women's boxing and, and sports in general. Headlining Madison Square Garden is no easy feat, and especially to sell it out the way that they did. The crowd was electric. It was a pretty electric crowd, man. I'm, I'm going to be honest, that was such a sick fight. Eddie Hearn and actually Jake Paul and Most Valuable Promotions did a pretty good job promoting that fight, and we'll be real. Um, I enjoyed it personally. I, I really did enjoy it. I actually purchased DAZN. I haven't been subscribing to DAZN. I bought it for, actually I bought it for the Canelo Bill fight, if I'm being honest. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, I'm going to be honest. Um, but yeah, for the for the future of the women's boxing, you know, I, I guess they're going to do the rematch between Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano, I think this is their second loss of her career. You know, Katie Taylor's still undefeated. Um, 
So yeah, I, I don't see a reason to do a rematch because I don't like when you give a fighter an L on a rematch. It's always kind of sad because the other fighter's already taken an L from it. I don't know. I don't know. They do deserve a rematch, though. I'm going to be honest because it was, it was a close fight. Um, but I'd like to see a rematch in Ireland because if Amanda Serrano can go into Ireland opposing territory, that would just be pretty exciting, honestly. And I think that would be a pretty exhilarating match. I don't think anybody could deny that another one. I think it needs to be redone, although the first one was very good. One of the greatest fights, men and women of all time. I think that that would be a legendary fight. And honestly, if we're thinking like a DAZN, um Eddie Hearn debate versus like top rank Bob Arum, Showtime, I've been sticking with DAZN as of recent. I mean, I can't remember, like, I don't really know. I just said I just bought it because I did just buy it back for Canelo. Uh, this has been a good two weeks in DAZN boxing. But also Top Rank and Bob Aaron also delivered a great match, if you guys missed it. Shakur Stevenson versus Oscar Valdez for the um, vacant ring title. Um, WBC belt and the WBO belt was on the line, Shakur's WBO belt. But uh, yeah, Oscar Valdez had the rest of them. Oscar Valdez had a 30-0 record, I think, undefeated. Shakurin Stevenson, I think, is 18-0 before the bout, and then uh, who won this bout. So, yeah, it was totally a Shakur just domination, man. He won, I think, on my scorecard, I had it 118 to 109. I think that's what one judge had it. I had him, I had Shakur winning every single round except for the third and then the, the tenth round. The tenth round. Third and tenth round I had going to Oscar Valdez, and really those could have gone to uh, Shakur Stevenson as well. If we're being honest, I just felt that Oscar needed some rounds, and I think the judges felt that way too. Pretty much everybody I saw gave the third round to Oscar Valdez. But yeah, man, it was not a particularly great showing for Oscar Valdez, man. I was expecting a lot more from Oscar. I, I knew that Shakur would outbox him, kind of Mayweather him, but if, you know, the whole kind of point of this thing was could Oscar Valdez catch Shakur Stevenson with some crazy punch and win the fight? And um, it didn't happen. Shakur was just too fast, too quick, too quick, too clean with his boxing. He was just the better boxer in there, um, and and that you could tell pretty obviously. Um, Shakur boxed him, outboxed him ten out of twelve rounds, and now becomes the, the WBC, WBO, and Ring Magazine champ. I think that this really um, does clear him out to be a pretty big star, man. Really, there's only two more belts in his weight class before he's unified champion. I think he's like 25 to, I think he's under 25 to be honest. Um, so that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive to do. Um, Canelo just unified his his belt. We'll speak about Canelo versus Bill coming up here in just a minute. Anyways though, uh, yeah, so this was just a crazy bout between Shakur and Valdez, you know. Um, pretty much just total domination by Shakur. I mean, there was never really a shot. For Valdez, I mean, for Valdez, unless he got some crazy kind of, there's always a puncher's chance. I mean, you don't want to ever count your fighter out, but they, they could have stopped the fight, to be honest, probably, when Valdez got knocked down. But honestly, it wasn't too horrendous of a knockdown. There was a knockdown. It was a six-round knockdown. That was a 10-8 round, which did boost the scorecards a little bit more in favor of uh, Shakur. But yeah, definitely a Shakur fight. And really, I think Shakur showed it on a main stage, you know? Normally, these types of boxers have been falling out of style, kind of. You don't hear about them until you hear about, like, the Canelos of the world, but soon you'll probably hear about the Shakur, um, the Terrence Bud Crawfords of the world, you know. 
that those types of people you'll be hearing about Shakur I think pretty soon and I think a lot of people did I think people know about Shakur he's not, not like I'm some tracking some underground guy he's trending number one every single time he fights um, but yeah I remember seeing him I think I remember getting him the WBO belt yeah I watched him get the WBO belt I remember that and um throughout the entire thing I thought you know the southpaw of course Stevenson would have that advantage but also Oscar Valdez could I thought do a little bit better than he did and I did think that he performed not as well as he could have um but it, it's tough to say you know because we always say he didn't perform as well as he could have but it's also Shakur setting up these things so that um, Oscar Valdez did not you know get the punches that we thought he could so maybe Shakur is just a better boxer than some people will give him credit for. Shakur is a great boxer, and I think everybody knows that, though, now. I mean, outboxed Oscar Valdez for 10 out of 12 rounds. It wasn't even close. Um, pretty much every round, to be honest, he outboxed him, but just Oscar landed a little bit more in the 3rd and the 10th, so people gave it to him. But, yeah, um, just an incredible boxer. He's going to be known about, um, you know, I, I see him keep winning, to be honest. I see him just winning and winning and winning but yeah i think there's two more belts in his um weight class um junior lightweight and then he can uh unify and, and honestly the the dudes in his weight class are probably not even fights that people would want to see probably people would want to see him go up and fight a devin haney or something like that somebody that is just i don't know these i think it's the ibf champion um what is what's the other one wba i think are the only two that are left because he's got wbo ring wbc yeah, so WBA and the IBF titles are the only ones, and those champions aren't really seen as any stars or anything. They have losses, but I mean, I'm sure there'll be fights set up so that he can um, unify his championship belts. But uh, yeah, speaking of unified champions, Canelo Alvarez fights on May the 7th. Um, man, I really want to predict the upset here, man. I really do. Um, but it's hard to bet against Canelo, man. I, I keep trying to say... Somebody will upset Canelo. I said it about Caleb Plant. I said it about um, Billy Joe Saunders. And now, I'm going to say it again, man. I'm going with Dimitri Bibble for the upset of ages. I'm telling you, man. Dimitri Bibble is about to get it done and shock the world. Personally, I want Canelo to win. I'm going to be honest here. I want Canelo to win. Although, I do want my prediction to be right, though, as well. So, I don't know. But I, I, I think I do want Canelo to win, man. Cinco de Mayo weekend. It would be pretty legendary if somebody moved up to light heavyweight and uh, won about there as well. And then there's talks if he wins against Bivol, he'll go ahead and fight um, Alexander Usyk. If Usyk beats Joshua in the rematch in Saudi Arabia, they said that they'll make uh, Canelo versus Alexander Usyk. And I don't know if that fight's gonna be a heavyweight or, or what. I think Dimitri Bivol and no, I think wait. I think that um, Dimitri Bivol is six foot. I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, what's his name? Oh my gosh, his name just went out of my mouth. Alexander Usyk. I think his height is about six two, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I'm looking that up. Oh, he's six three. He's six three. Okay, so he's six three, and um, Bivol is already kind of tall for um, for Canelo. Canelo could get outboxed by Bivol. We'll see. I don't know. With everything that's going on in the world right now with the Russians, the, the judges will be very biased against them. Um, yeah. 
there's a lot of anti-Russian stuff right now. So I do see the judges playing that against him. I really do, especially if they're American judges. They're definitely going to go probably single out Dimitri Bivol, which is not fair in a boxing match. It's just no place for that in boxing. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, Canelo, if he gets past Bivol, which if he does, that'll be an accomplishment. I don't want to see people go, Oh, it's Dimitri Bivol. No, Dimitri Bivol is a good champion, man. Um, I think he's the IBF champion of the world, if I'm not mistaken. Is this the second time Canelo's a challenging for an IBF title in a row? I don't know, because Plant was an IBF title holder, so I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm excited to see it, though. It all goes down Sunday or Saturday in Las Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena, man. The UFC's been moved to Phoenix for this one, although that's where they were playing in it the entire time, I think, probably because... Um, they already pre-booked this. I heard, though, that Joshua is going to stay on. Anthony Joshua is staying on to zone. And um, Barstool UK, or whatever it is, Sky Sports UK, not Barstool. He's going to stay on Sky Sports UK and uh, fight for Eddie Hearn yet again in the rematch against Usyk. I'll be talking about that in just a minute, though. And uh, future bouts between the heavyweight champions. Yeah, but on this podcast stuff, I'll probably be talking about... Um, all types of heavyweight stuff moving on in the future but right now we're here to talk about canelo alvarez man my prediction is just biffle is a little bit too big for canelo i'm gonna be real i'm hoping for canelo to win it though i really am but i'm a little nervous for him man because biffle is no easy task could we sell could we say canelo is the goat if he passes beats Dimitri biffle and imagine if he beats Alexander Usyk, could you call him the GOAT? I mean, I'm sorry, but if he goes up to heavyweight and beats Alexander Usyk, I mean, I'm assuming they would do it at heavyweight. They might meet at cruiserweight, though, actually. It would probably be working. But, I mean, if imagine Canelo got the heavyweight championship of the world, man, and beat Alexander Usyk, that would make him the GOAT. I'm sorry, but hands down, he'd beat out Floyd, beat out Muhammad Ali. Yeah, but then, guys, we got... In, I think it's June. I think it's June. We got Usyk versus Joshua, man. I mean, Usyk versus Joshua, too, man. Let's be pretty honest here, guys. Let's be real. Okay. How many of you guys gave Usyk a shot before the Joshua fight that were not boxing experts? I want to hear the, from the casual fans. Who did you think was going to win? Okay. Thank you. You thought Anthony Joshua was going to win. Um, I don't want to hear from the casual fans. I, I know people like uh, Strike Ninja, um, True Jordy, some of these more boxing expert people on YouTube. They did think that Usyk could win, and I and I knew Usyk could win. Um, but we're not going to count out that the fact that people were really riding on Anthony Joshua to win the fight, almost like this was an upset when it, when he won. And now they're acting like it would be a major upset if he. Um, won the fight against Usyk so I don't know where people's logic are there man they just see somebody win and they think that that must be the best guy in the world now so so now they're all thinking they're on the Usyk train I think there's nobody in the world that could beat Usyk man we'll see I mean don't count Anthony Joshua out man all the casual fans are picking him just before the Usyk fight man and Usyk I know is nobody to be played with but there is always a shot that Joshua just knocks him out I'm gonna be honest and I'm going to be real, it's just, I mean, Saudi Arabia is a pretty good spot for rematches with Anthony Joshua and the Ruiz fights. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel people are underestimating 
Anthony Joshua all of a sudden after underestimating Usyk for so long. Now people are doing the same exact thing, but for Anthony Joshua, I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm excited to see um, what's up with the Tyson Fury, the WBC belt, and the Ring Magazine belt, man. Because right now we got, I think, three of the belts are to Usyk, and then three, two of the belts are with Tyson Fury. Uh, and we still don't know what's going on with Deontay Wilder, man. He's just kind of floating around out there waiting for somebody to... I guess he's waiting for Tyson to retire, but I've always wanted to see Wilder versus Joshua. Um, I think that that would be a great fight, um, but that that didn't happen. That never materialized after the Fury trilogy. Um, I, I just still want to see just a Fury-Joshua bout, or a, I guess we could do a... If, if Usyk wins and... Um, and Tyson retires. I don't know what you do. I don't know where you go from there. I think that Usyk would just go fight somebody, and maybe. I mean, I'd like to see Deontay get his WBC belt back. Um, maybe if he could do you know, beat like a Dillian White. I don't know. Get that name back up there. I always wanted to see Ruiz versus Wilder. Um, there's a lot of Wilder fights to make, to be honest. People really underestimate Wilder after the Tyson Fury trilogies, man. But going into that fight, nobody gave Tyson a shot against Wilder in the first one until he got outboxed, and then he knocked him down, which caused the whole trilogy to happen, basically. If Tyson had won that, they would have just had the rematch in Vegas, and that would have been it. But then they had to do the trilogy, because why not? Um, but yeah, that basically... I don't know. We'll see. I mean... There's so many good fights to make there, man. I'm going to be real. Alexander Usyk versus Joshua is just going to be amazing, though. But that one's the only one confirmed out of these. I know Ruiz is fighting somebody. I forget um, who he's fighting at the moment. But I know he's he just announced the fight, I think, today. Um, but, yeah. So, Joshua, I, I still want to see him fight Wilder, man. If Usyk goes on and fights Tyson Fury in a fight, I'd like to see Joshua versus Wilder in a fight. That's what I think I'd like to see. Wilder is the king of knockouts, man. You guys can't forget that, man. He's knocked out everybody except Tyson Fury. There's only one man he's not been able to knock out, and he's lost both times still. So, you know. I think he has the kiss of death, man. I don't know what it is about Tyson, about his right arm, man. He just rocks people, man. I mean, Tyson Fury's been knocked down four times, I think. Has it been four times to Wilder? Uh, it's been about four times. I know that the second fight there was no knockdowns, but I know in the first fight he got knocked down twice, and then the second fight he got knocked down twice, which, wow, that was a scary time in that second fight. But anyways, guys, I will leave you here, guys. Thank you for watching the first episode of my boxing podcast, man. Sorry I haven't been around for so long, guys. It's just been a hot minute. I've just been doing other things, man. We've been watching all these boxing fights. Um, but yeah, I'll be back soon, guys. I'm trying to do an IRL video soon, so stay prepared, stay tuned. Take care of yourselves, guys. I'll see you in a minute. Peace out.